Hello, fellow Xbox adventurers. Welcome to this week's episode of Xbox Quest, brought to you by Mountain Dew Livewire and Flaming Hot Cheetos. We're the home for all news, reviews, and segments on the world of Xbox. On this week's show, we're going to discuss Cyberpunk uh, Night City Wire Episode 2, Xbox Series S being confirmed via controller leak, and this whole Apple versus xCloud versus Facebook debacle that's been going on. I'm your host, Adam, and today I'm joined as always by the totally awesome Tony Hawk of podcasting, Jake Burton. Birdhouse Burden, is that what you're going for? I think his nickname was Birdman, right? Uh, partially. Yeah. Well, I know his, his, his skate production yeah, studio was Birdhouse, so yeah. you have to assume there's something. And also, He's a hawk. Yeah. Hawk. Yep. Yep. And I came in with the whole Mountain Dew and the Cheetos. I was going real 2002 here. It's perfect. It's perfect. I'm 12. I'm 11 again. I'm sorry. I'm 11. I'm playing Time Splitters 2 on GameCube. Oh, man. Mm, chef kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what, you know, dead is yet. Good times. Oh, man. I remember when I just. Yeah, uh, you know, spent my whole my whole days and weeks just playing The Sims, busting out. Right, and there, you know, there weren't that many games, and you were happy with like the five games you had. Oh man, Didn't now I have too many games I can't play, and I still just look at all of them and go, I don't have anything to play. <laughs> There's all these games that I have that I've never touched, but I got another one. Am I going to play today? But you can still buy Livewire. At gas stations only. You can't buy cans of it anymore. Anyways, shout out to Wyatt Lane for the amazing intro music. And we're going to go ahead and get straight into the news. We've got... So I'm going to do the hit, the quick hitters first, because who cares? Call of Duty 2020, supposed to have a real event today. They sent block boxes to a bunch of outlets, and there's pretty much saying we're going to reveal the game on Friday. Jake, do you care about Call of Duty 2020? Um, I didn't care about Call of Duty 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016. No, it's cool. I'm happy for people who like those games, and they will be revealed, I guess, at some point this week. Congratulations on your delayed uh, announcement. August 14th, but, apparently. Mm, that's when our lockbox is open, so that'll yeah. be fun. That'll be fun. Um, not, a, not a Call of Duty dude, but I do enjoy Warzone once in a while, so I just like Battle Royale. Haven't played Warzone. I uh, I played whatever the newest Call of Duty was for a very short amount of time, and I was like, "Yeah, no thanks." Yeah, it's whatever. But, yeah, but hey, you'll it's hear very about important. It next- it's very important to the gaming industry. Very popular yeah. franchise. People dig it. Brings in a lot of money for that studio that they can hopefully spend on better games. Yeah, I do love how hardcore gamers are like Call of Duty sucks, but it's always the best-selling game of the year. So. It's- Clearly, somebody likes it. Oh yeah, tons of people. Yeah. So we'll know more doesn't about mean, that. Doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, no, I think it's. I mean, again, I think Warzone's fine, but yeah, it's not my thing. Uh, all right. So again, we've already talked about this very beginning of the show when we first started, but Rocksteady has officially confirmed Suicide Squad. We got a picture of Batman with his back, or not Batman, Superman with his back turned, and uh, yeah, Rocksteady confirmed Suicide Squad game. Uh, we're going to hear more at uh, DC Fandom on August 22nd. I'm very excited. I'm glad they officially announced it beforehand. We all knew it was coming eventually. It's just nice to have confirmation. Yeah, Rocksteady does God's work, so give me whatever you want to do, man. That sounds good to me. Knowing that Superman should probably be in this game. So it's Suicide Squad, but we're facing a real enemy. I, don't, I like the whole... I'm in a real boy's mood lately, so I'm all about let's go kill the big bad superheroes. <laughs> Yeah, it's always nice to have everything, you know, when everything's up in the air, it's nice to come back to the ground and we're going, well, they did these little leaks and the, the you know, the, the website handle, Twitter handles, whatever it was, and then you go, nope, okay, it's real, let's just get out of the way and let you actually get excited for this thing and let you know that it does actually exist. And that uh, you 
hopefully, hopefully get to beat up Superman, which is just the best. Because Superman's whack, if we're being honest. And if I, if you hand me a game where I get to play as like, like a B or C tier hero and beat up Superman, great. Thank you, Rocksteady. Captain Boomerang all the way. Let's go. Yeah, let me have Captain Boomerang beat the hell out of Superman <laughs> game, please. Uh, Killer Croc or so, any one of them. You know, that's one thing we we'll maybe we'll talk about it closer to the game. Maybe they'll give more info. I'm wondering if they're gonna stick to like the movie squad or you know, kinda get into it and you know, opt for some other villains or if they're just gonna, you know, go real mainstream. I don't know enough about the comic side for DC to know if they're like iterations of mm-hmm. uh the Suicide Squad like there were of like the Guardians of the Galaxy, where there's like ten different teams. But that would be cool have a nice mix of the known and unknown, introduce some new characters and new people to play with. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, again, I think Rock City makes good games. They do. I'm sure it'll be a mix of the people from the bad Suicide Squad movie and maybe the good James Gunn movie. You know, we'll get popular and we'll probably get some weird stuff. Um, I'm just hoping it's like a giant roster of like 10 people and we just kill three of them in the first hour of the movie. That'd be fun. Or the game. Yeah, I mean, that would definitely be following the pattern. (laughs) Because we're like, oh man, hey, here's this cool guy. Isn't he great? Dead immediately. Did we get his backstory? Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. (laughs) What was that guy's name? Slipknot. Slipknot. I was thinking Whiplash for some reason. That's the Iron Man 2 villain. Yeah, a little different. (laughs) Yeah, just about as useful. But yeah, there we go. (laughs) It'll be a good time. I can't wait for August 22nd. We're going to get a bunch of cool announcements, I'm hoping. Uh, next, Rebony Entertainment, creators of Alan Wake and Control, and uh, Quantum Break as well, Xbox exclusive there, has announced that they're making a new game that will be in the universe of Control and Alan Wake. This is only news because I think Rocks- or Remedy is one of my favorite uh, developers, and Alan Wake is one of my favorite 360 games, and Control is fantastic, and any weird, any weird thing they do, I'm all about. So, more Remedy games. I'm excited for everything that they've ever done, except for Crossfire X single-player campaign. Outside of that, they're awesome. So uh, That actually might be good. I don't even know. It doesn't look interesting to me. But anyways, I'm all about Remedy. I like their weird supernatural stuff. Give us a new character in this same weird universe. Go for it. Yeah, cool. More stuff on the way from a, uh, a fairly good studio by reputation. I've, I've only played a little bit of control out of those three games. But um, yeah, they seem to be uh, they seem to do well with with the, you know public opinion and and critical from what I've seen. So good for them. Yeah, Alan Wake is on Game Pass as as well as Quantum Break. So there's two Remedy games you can play for quote unquote free if you're an Xbox Game Pass subscriber. All right, next up on the news we have Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire Episode Two. Got a big drop of some new cyberpunk stuff. It's getting closer and closer. I'm getting more and more excited. This episode, they uh, showed us a lot of stuff about music, uh, some of the weapons, and the uh, starting paths that uh, your character can go on. So it's like, you know, start as a nomad, or am I a corporation kid? Am I that? I would suggest anyone who's interested go watch these. All these Night City um, Wire things have been awesome, and uh, this one has some really good information. It just makes me more excited for this game. And thank God for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'm, you know, we've talked a little bit about how you know we've been keeping up with like the Avengers War Tables because. You know, that game is a little bit, has been a little bit up in the air for me. Because I was, you know, I really hope this can turn out okay. Some some of it looks a little wonky. I, I, I want updates. Cyberpunk couldn't be more the opposite. I appreciate that they're doing these, but I'm, I'm, I almost don't want to watch them because I know I'm already going to get it and I'm going to more than likely really enjoy it. Because a little bit that I've seen is like, yeah, this all looks incredibly cool and it seems like exactly the kind of game I want to play. So I hit a point with these where I just gotta go. Let me go in as like as dark as possible, and like it's I'm I just can't wait. But yeah, I I love that you get the the multiple like origin points, which I had heard already heard about before. I think so. If they're showing more of that, that's very cool. And I 
very excited for Cyberpunk. But yeah, news not- is always good. Yeah, I'm with you. There's certain things I'm like, I don't need to see anything. Just let me know when it's out. <laughs> so yeah, that's- I, I didn't watch a trailer for the last two Star Wars movies. It was like, I'm gonna see them. Like, what are you? Who are you selling? I'm already in. I've been in since I was four years old. I don't need this. Tell me nothing. Tell me, tell me it exists, and then when, and I'll get out of the way. <laughs> and I'll go there. Yeah, and, and then just blindside me, like. Again, m- mildly off topic. Have you watched the movie called Palm Springs yet on Hulu? No, but I know what it is. Okay, I know you're not this kind of person because you look up everything as soon as you hear about it. So I know yeah. we're the opposite person here. But if you guys haven't watched that movie yet, one, watch it. Two, look up nothing. Don't don't look into anything about it. Don't watch the trailer. Just you know, Hulu, Palm Springs. That's Andy Samberg, and hit go. Like it's some some things are better enjoyed if you don't know what is happening or what's going on, and I think that is a prime example. So I'm not saying Cyberpunk will be one of those. It, it's a huge game; they can't show you everything in these small little snippets. But you know, sometimes if you know something's good, you can just let it marinate. Let it marinate in here. I'm pointing to my head. People listening to a podcast. Yes. The only thing I would suggest you look into. <laughs> Is that they had a Swedish rock band talk about them doing music for the game, and that's pretty awesome. I don't think that spoils oh. anything. No, that's cool though. Yeah, that's a cool. Are they one. a familiar Swedish rock band? I, they're you Swedish. To their me. music. Okay. They're all the same to me. I don't know the difference between ska and rock, so you know I'm that kind of guy. What does that have to do with Sweden? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're a rock band. Come on, give us some slack. We um, have yeah. the mighty, mighty boss tones. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to America. They're pulling out their trumpets and playing their guitars. You know how it goes. Uh, but no, Cyberpunk <laughs> looks awesome. Everyone check that out if you're interested. If not, buy it when it comes out, like all of us are. Uh, the last one on the news, this is a pretty big one. Uh, it kind of just randomly came out there, but there was a leak earlier uh, this week. Xbox Series S, the actual name of the console, seems to be confirmed. Um there was photos of a next-gen controller package um, from a Twitter user, and you know you can look it up. Um, Zach Exe is the name of the Twitter user, but pretty much you know everyone has run with this story now. The Verge, you know, all your gaming news sites. It's an official packaging of the controller. Uh, it's a white version, like was leaked in the dude a couple weeks ago, who's being a jerk to his best friend. The party, yeah, yeah, but this is the official. It looks like the official packaging, and on the top uh, corner of it, it says, you know, for Xbox Series X and compatible with Xbox Series S. Um, and I don't believe that you know. I don't think Microsoft has co- commented on it, of course. But this, everyone, everyone who picked it up has confirmed that it's supposed to be real. So Lockhart is Xbox Series S, which makes sense to me for to have an X and an S version, just because that's how electronic naming conventions go but i mean we have the white controller and the console name confirmed and we have a second a secondary console so there's a lot of stuff that we kind of knew and was kind of rumored and we've talked about on the show because it's an xbox show but it's all seems to be very real and it makes me excited for this next event in august give me the prices give me the dates i know what you're doing just show it to me so i can go on amazon and click pre pre-order because i just need to get these consoles as soon as possible yeah, um, yeah, kind of just like Suicide Squad, more confirming of things that we all kind of assumed were true. A little part of me in the back of my head was hoping they would just call it Lockhart and do like make a, something with a cool name. But that's one thing Xbox has shown us they have not been able to do, where their naming conventions for their consoles are a baffling process. <laughs> so I was kind of just hoping that, like, you know what, just abandon ship and like the, the Xbox Lockhart, I think would be a cool name for a console, even if it's the secondary one. So, part of me was hoping that would come through, but like logically, the series the Series X and the Series S makes more sense. It's you know, every TV does the same thing. We're like my M series Vizio versus the D series or whatever it is, and you know they they all do it. So, you know, it's logical move, probably a step in the right direction for their naming conventions. To have a noticeable difference than, than the conventions that actually match up for the first time, but uh, yeah, 
Good to see that this. Yeah, it does. It, it looks pretty official. Yeah. Do you want to make a dumb bet with me on the show right now? What is it? Yeah. Yes. First of all, yes. Okay. What is it? Series X is black. We know that. That's confirmed. Do you want to make a bet on what color the Series S will be? Because this controller works across multiple consoles, so we don't necessarily know. It's dumb and it's pointless. Do you want to make I a th- bet on? I think it'll be white. You think it'll be white? I think it'll be white. Okay. Just, to, just gonna... to do, because they do this every time. Every time they do when they the Xbox 360 was white, they came up with that second series, the Elite, and it was black. And they they they've the color coding is always there on the console variants, I feel like, for the Xbox. So I would not be surprised at all if there's the Series X is the black box and the Series S is the white box. Okay. I would agree with you, but to make the bet interesting, I'm going to disagree with you. I'll just disagree and say it's not going to be white. Oh, well, that's... You're just going the field on me? That's not an option. I'll say say it'll be black, but let's throw this extra one here. You know how you're talking about there's no special interesting naming conventions. When the Xbox One X came out, it originally was called Project Scorpio. And they yes. made a Scorpio edition of the console. So you're probably right on the white con- white color, I'd agree. I'm going to say there's going to be a Lockhart edition of the Xbox Series S. So it'll be, be cool. a special edition. So that'll be my... I say there's going to be a special edition. You say it's going to be white. That'll be the bet. So I'm not going to say it's any color ever but white. I'll say Is that there- there's a Lockhart edition. And you say that there's a. it's going to be white. Those are two different bets, though. I agree on your. I agree <laughs> that's going to be white. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> you be like, I, I, I bet the Lakers are going to win the title, and you go, Oh yeah. Well, I bet the Patriots are going to win the title, and I go, What? That's not. Those aren't opposite bets. All of those bets could come true or false. All right, it'll be black, and there'll also be an, a Lockhart edition. That's and I'm all. sorry, I'm very silly today. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's all good. Uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> well, Patriots could win and the Lakers could lose, and I would technically be right. <laughs> but still, okay, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will move on to our main quest. Here, Mr. Robo, where are you off to? Stop. I'm already late. Late for what? I'm going on an adventure. And this week, this one is uh, it's a pretty big news, pretty big deal. With the whole talk of xCloud we had last week, and uh, you know, I was able to mess around with that. It's coming out officially September 15th. Boy, there's been a big old problem with uh, Apple and them allowing other people to put games on their platform. So in this main quest, we're just going to talk about Apple versus the world, I guess. Apple versus xCloud, all that good stuff. So we're going to start off with, I'm going to start off with the Facebook thing. Uh, Facebook has released a limited version of a dedicated gaming app on iOS. By the way, this is from Jordan uh, Sarani from IGN. Um, Facebook has released a limited version of the dedicated app on iOS. Due to Apple's App Store guidelines, users will be limited, limited to engaging with live streams. The mini-game functionality has been cut completely from the iOS version. Facebook's explained months of submissions and repeated rejections by Apple led them to remove instant games entirely from the standalone app. So Facebook had a gaming app. You watch live streams, but there was like little mini games, and it was completely removed from the Apple version of the app. All right, so just we know Apple said no to Facebook. Um, an update to an earlier, the same thing on uh, for our xCloud on iOS, where they said, oh, it's coming to Android, get these devices, that no mention of iOS. Uh, Apple pretty much came out and said, you know, Apple isn't able to review each game that's available through Game Pass. App Store is created to be a safe prison, blah, 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 blah. Apple saying, we can't do it. We got to protect people, blah, blah, blah. Microsoft came back and said, I'm paraphrasing all this. Uh, you know, all these games have been raided. We've been trying to work with Apple for months. They won't do it. They're being, you know, they're not working with us and not trying to help us out. We're just trying to put our games where people want to play them. We're going to continue to Try it, but they don't agree with us. So in in the meantime, we can't put our thing out there. Again, you can look up these stories; they're they're all over the place. Um, Apple explains why you know they don't want Game Pass. Microsoft come back at them. How does this all feel to you, man? Apple, as a dude who I was an Apple guy for about 
when did I get my first cell phone? Probably 2008, 2009. I was an Apple guy for about 11 or 12 years. Never had any problems. It is what it is. You exist, you exist in that, that walled garden. It is what it is. You use Apple stuff. It's fine. I recently switched to Android uh, about a year or so ago. And I got lucky, I guess, because I would have wanted to use this service and I wouldn't have been able to if I would have stayed with Apple. Uh, I guess I can see where Apple, because, I mean, it's their their yard. They can take the ball home if they want to, I guess. But nobody else plays like that. They're doing it to the two biggest companies in the world. I don't. It's all kind of there. What are your thoughts before I keep rambling on about Apple just not playing nice with everybody? Um, so, yeah, so I have been, I'm an Apple phone user uh, since I got my first smartphone, which I don't remember when that was at this point. But, <clears throat> you know, late high school, maybe. No college i can't remember but um uh if you just look at their statement as a standalone statement with no other context then for a second you think about it and you go well you know that's fair because you know they they just say oh well this is a games app and there's a bunch of games within that app and if you have no way to you know distinguish between them maybe some stuff sneaks in that's you know, Apple wouldn't approve of because you're not mandating things within the app. And, well, okay, you know, there's... I I could see... But then you realize that, like, the world exists. And you do have context. And, like, Netflix is allowed to exist, which is an app that is one app but houses a million movies and pieces of content with all sorts of ratings that, as far as I understand, are not independently rated by Apple. They're their own... They're their own content, like, and they're rated by the MPAA, like every movie is. So, what's the difference between that and the games company doing the same thing? And Microsoft saying, well, here's the housing app, and then here's things you can do within the app, just like Netflix, just like Hulu, just like Spotify has music of all different ratings and parental advisory versus, you know, or explicit. And, uh, I don't understand why there's an arbitrary line that's being drawn for games, but not for uh, any, literally any other medium. It's not something I'm missing. Where like, uh, uh, like the audiobook apps and Kindle, and those are all the exact same thing. Multiple different forms of media of all various rankings housed in one single location, not independently judged by Apple. But now this is the one thing that you decide to draw that line on is the games. I just don't, I don't understand what their logic is, especially because you're locking yourselves out of a cool service and you're just giving people a reason to, uh, to not buy your product. Like I've been happy with Apple. I don't need my smartphone to do much for me, except let me make calls and text and look at Facebook and play some garbage mobile games. And you know, I don't care about console exclusivity on a mobile phone. <laughs> None of the games are good enough for me to care about. Like, oh, what do you mean I? What do you mean I can't play this weird version of Bubble Shooter on Android? This is garbage. No, no one cares about that part. That's fine. But like, as soon as you take what will be and what already is for some people a like legitimately great service, and you lock yourselves out of it arbitrarily, like. Who does that serve on your side? Like that only serves to to have a, a reason for you to push people away. As far as I can understand, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't see the logic there from Apple, and I see the logic from Microsoft because they're going like, "What do you mean? Like this is, I don't understand. Everyone else is cool. All your other apps do the same thing. Like you let the MPAA determine the ratings for that without you having to do the work. Why can't the ESRB do the same thing?" And they just kind of go, well, we don't know. <laughs> and they go, well, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, I have. We- there actually is an answer to that, and I think it's a dumb one. Um, Apple says, you know, uh, I think, I guess, again, I'm reading, this is a very long article. Uh, Business Insider brings up that services like Netflix and Spotify don't have to go through the processes to get their apps on the store. But the difference, according to Apple, is that games are interactive and come with consumer expectations baked into the app store related to gaming. So, aka, no real excuse. It's like, it's a game, so it's different. We can let Netflix and all that, whatever random stuff that we don't individually rate, but it's not interactive. So, consumers expect something different. I guess so, so, did they take off the, um, 
the Kimmy Schmidt interactive narrative from Netflix. Whenever that came to Netflix, did they take Bandersnatch off? Those are interactive pieces of media. Are those not on there? Are there any are there any choose your own adventure books on these audiobook apps that you can choose that they decided to take off? I haven't listened to a choose your own adventure book in twenty years, so I don't know. But maybe those still exist and maybe some of them are on Kindle. Like that's interactive. I think yeah, I think that's a, a another Th- their first reason was arbitrary, so I think they feel okay with their second reason being arbitrary. <laughs> they're like, well, we made up the first one anyway, so who cares if we're making up the second one? And there, there's there's context for this, too, and we don't care about it. You know what? Pull, pull it up Netflix right now on my phone. Yeah, you look at that. Yeah, just real quick. Like, it, It's arbitrary. And again, it's at the end of the day, it's a company, a private company making their own decisions, so like, you can't I can never get mad at a privately owned thing making the decisions they feel is right, but it's not consumer friendly. Like at the end of the day, it's if Apple people care about it or not. Because like not, it's not business friendly either. It's I like, mean, you make that much money, I guess they don't care <laughs> until it cuts into their bottom line. They're not going to care uh, yeah. until enough until enough their customers are like, "I'm going to leave your 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 uh, your services you're providing me because I can't do these things." And it, again, if Microsoft and Facebook can't convince them right away, no one else has a chance. Like I understand, like yeah. the Android game store is full of nonsense. I absolutely understand where they curate their own their gaming apps. I get that; that's fine. But we're talking about Microsoft and Facebook, you know, curating it for you, and it's not made up shovelware. It's legitimately real things. All right, Jake is showing me his phone. What is on? Is Bandersnatch available? So Bandersnatch is available. And I didn't notice it on there, but when I pulled up the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend, it literally on the thumbnail has in giant letters the word interactive on it. It says interactive right there. It says it's got an explosion marker and then a big tile bar next to it that in all capital letters says interactive. Wow. Bandersnatch does not have that. At least, but but the Kimmy Schmidt one has a literally a red with a white like comic book style Kapow logo (laughs) with off to the right of it. It says interactive in all caps. That's fantastic. I love that. So Uh, now no one say anything to Apple because if I've learned anything from being a manager at previous jobs. The, the customer who always says the, well, the other person let me do this thing that's against company policy only means that everyone gets shut down. It doesn't oh, yeah. mean that the second person lets you do the cool thing. It just means that we find out who the first person was and we fire them. <laughs> so if they say, well, I, they let me let my, my 11-year-old go see It Chapter 2 by himself the last time, and then I'm going to go, who was it? Because they broke the literal law, I think. <laughs> so I need to figure out who that was. Do you remember their names or what their hairstyle was? And they all of a sudden go, uh, 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 no, I don't know. <laughs> I go, yeah, so just shut up. So. Don't say anything to Apple. They'll just take Bandersnatch and Kimmy Schmidt down, and they won't change their opinion. Good man. I don't know. I I hope that eventually, with time and you know enough talking or whatever, it comes. Because again, it's a. I just happen to randomly become an Android dude whenever before all this happens, so I'm good to go. With me getting the most value out of Game Pass is awesome to me. So I would have been like, I guess I have to go buy an Android tablet or something. I, I just hope more people get to have the choice. Again, I understand it's Apple. They own it. They can do whatever they want, but it's I, not consumer friendly. So take yeah, it. Yeah, I just if I could if I could look for the reason, if you know maybe if I think about it long enough, if I could find the reason, it's more cost effective for them, easier for them, more I, I don't know something that benefits them that I can go. You know what? They are very and I get it. I guess like I get. I get why consoles were so hesitant to start doing crossplay. That's like a lot of added work for you to try to figure out and like, okay, what's the way to do this? How do we work with these servers and blah, blah, blah. This is a whole brand new thing we have to figure out. But as far as I understand with the Apple store, somebody else makes the app and just says, Hey, can you like post this for us? Mm-hmm. And they go, yeah. And then give us money like done. 
and then guess, you're, it sounds like you know it sounds like there's not a lot of extra work involved and they're just pushing people away f- for the sake of b- being arbitrary i have two words for you the answer that i think of being pessimistic apple arcade give us money instead of giving microsoft money to play games on your phone i mean that's probably the answer what's on apple arcade you know what i did see recently i've I, uh, my phone is listening to me because of course it is. Yeah. But we were talking about two weeks ago, last week, can't remember when it was, we were talking about the LucasArts games. Yeah. And I mentioned Beneath a Steel Sky. And like the next day, I'm getting ads for on Apple Arcade, a full remake of Beneath a Steel Sky on Apple Arcade. And I was like, one, that's cool. Also, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's start talking so, about fluorescent light bulbs and you'll get all the ads for fluorescent light bulbs. Oh, I know. I know. I just say things out loud that I like near my phone, so at least it's ads. I'm like, now I'm hacking. Kind of, they're listening in, got me. I might have to start playing Beneath the Steel Sky on my phone, but we'll see. Good times. All right. Well, that was uh, our thoughts and ideas on the whole Apple versus the world things. Um, interesting. I'd like to see where that goes in the future. For me personally, I'm happy I got an Android phone at the moment. Because that'll roll right into what we've been playing. I guess I'll go ahead and do it because I segue myself. I was playing a lot of xCloud this weekend. Uh, I went to visit my dad in Indiana. Wasn't going to lug any kind of gaming device with me. But I said, hey, I've got a controller. He's got Wi-Fi. Let's check this out. And I played a ton of xCloud. Uh, it's still in the beta program. So it's the same games that have been on there. It's not the full Game Pass library. But I played... Tons of stuff. Uh, I think I probably legitimately like six or seven games. You know, I'd play Soul Calibur 6 for 20 minutes. Wow, this plays good. This is fun. All right, let me switch to... Um, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to pull it up as I'm talking. But there's a... Remember Flat Out back in the day? Like the little Demolition Derby game? Yeah, I remember it existing. I never played it. Yeah, those people... Uh, it's called Wreckfest. I, I believe it's the same... Devil- it feels like the same kind of game. It's like Demolition Derby stuff. You play as Dragonborn Cowboy? No, no, not Rex Fest, Rex Fest. Oh, that's an internal reference. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that is a deep. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, I play some Shadow Warrior too. Just like, let me play a first person shooter. I play, yeah, I played six, seven different games. WWE 2K20, because I know it's bad and I don't want to pay for it, but it's free with the beta. So I was like, I'll play it for 10 minutes. And boy, that game is bad. Uh, Mark of the Ninja Remaster, just a ton of stuff. And I had a great time. All I needed was my controller and my phone and Wi Fi. And it it was good. So thumbs up for me. That's great. That, that, you know, that system of having the games kind of like all there, all installed, you know, zero entry fee kind of thing. It, I love that setup. Like I have, I haven't, you know, owned one of like the, um, the SNES mini or the NES mini, but I played them at friends houses and I love, you know, the, the two second swap from like, okay, cool. I want to play super Mario. Okay. No, I want to play Donkey Kong country. And the, you know, switching back and forth. So if it's that seamless, that's that sounds really cool. You can just pop into a game. That's great. I like yeah. that. What about you, Jake? Uh, yeah, so I have been continuing uh, my journeys on the island of Tsushima. Um, I finally finished Act 1, and I finished <laughs> nice. the in- entire uh, island that Act 1 takes place on. Um, so that is why it has taken me this long to beat Act 1. But... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's still a lot of fun, and I um, I enjoy that game a whole lot, and I'm ready to see how the story and everything progresses because uh, a story beat happened much earlier than I thought it would when I beat Act One. I was kind of expecting, you know, me and my friends always joke about the Gears of War game, specific Gears of War, where like in Gears One you really only do like one thing the whole game. It's just constant obstacle after obstacle where it's like, oh, we just got to go do that thing. But it's like, oh, okay, well, we need a car. And then you spend a real long time getting a car. And then you get a car and you run out of gas. And you're like, oh, well, we got to get some gas. Well, oh, this is a place. We'll go to this, get some gas. And then it's really like the actual plot points are very short. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was thinking there's going to be at least a little bit of that where it's like, okay, well, your princess is in another castle. Sorry, he goes to Tsushima. <laughs> it's, you got you to gotta find them in Act 2. But uh, no, a thing, uh, just something happened a lot sooner than I thought. So I'm, now I'm, narrative's already keeping me on my toes, and I don't know what's coming next. So I'm, you know, it's a good time. 
That's, that's, good, li- that's literally all I've played except for our Game Pass game. Awesome. Yeah, Ghost is definitely like my number one PS4 game that I am itching to play. So that's good. All right. We'll go saying ahead. that, but you keep not playing it, though. Adam. I mean, I have to get a PS5 before I can play it. So okay. I got to wait. Or a yeah. PC, because I'm about to play Horizon on PC. Anyways, mm. uh, Game Pass. Have you, not, have you not played Horizon yet? No, I did not have a PS4 when that game came out. I Ooh. got rid of it already. Horizon's very good. Yes. Very very good game. I'm going to put You'll that like bad boy it. on Ultra. See how good it looks. Ooh. Yeah. That's fun. That's exciting. I played that game on a very small TV. <laughs> <laughs> Monitor's not that big. It's just really crisp. Uh, all right. Game Pass Weekly. Jake, what new games have been released on Game Pass? Ah, uh, yes. So we had some that uh, were both announced as coming soon and came out between us recording last week and this week. So some of these games you'll notice were not on our coming soon list before. Very quick turnaround, but games that are already available right now on Game Pass are as follows. On console and PC, we have It Lurks Below, we have Xenocrisis, Trailmakers, and we have Undermine. Um, and then uh, just on console, we have exclusives there. We have Darksiders Genesis and Man of Medan. And then we have one more game announced that's coming soon. I didn't see a date on it, but one they announced is coming to both console and PC. Final Fantasy VII. The OG. OG remaster of the older game, not the remake for PS4. No, this is, this is... I don't even know if it's the remaster that came on PS4. I think this is just FF7. What I've seen, because it's a slightly different logo. Um, hmm. and it's just, uh, this is like... The first digital port of of the Final Fantasy VII, like, I think. It's like the PC and the mobile port or whatever. Like came. the one on Steam, probably. That's that's yeah. what I would assume. Because they don't they don't mention anything about it being that first remaster that was on PlayStation. Okay. That's a um, lot of games though, man. Out of nowhere. Yeah. That was the seven out of nowhere, but if you if you count console there. But uh and yes, yeah, six six on console already. Out of nowhere, and four on PC, and then a fifth or seventh coming to console. Maybe that's why they saved for coming soon, because that way it would be the seventh title of the announced ones. Oh, dude, mm. got Galaxy Brain move over here. Galaxy Brain. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII's good. You should play it. You should play the remake. They're good games. Play all the Final Fantasies. All right, so and, and more evidence of Square Enix just. Breaking down the barriers. There are so many Square Enix games on Game Pass. It's ridiculous. I think yeah. almost all of them have been on Game Pass. At some more point. and more are coming. I know we already talked about FF9. And I think 8 were on it before. I could be wrong about 8. I know 9's there. And yeah, then 7's there too. Yeah. yeah. So strange. Still so strange seeing Final Fantasy. Old retro Final Fantasy game on Microsoft consoles. So, all the Yakuza games as well. It's all good times. That's true. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our review from last week's Game Pass game. We're going to talk about Grounded. Jake, tell me how you feel about Grounded. How you feel about being shrunk by your honey? Okay. <laughs> I was trying to say, honey, I shrunk the kids in an in opposite way, and I missed that up completely. It took me a second, but I like it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we talked about it a little last week when Chris was on the show because we both played it a little bit, but I had some time to play it some more. And um, I like the world a lot. I like how creative the environments and everything is, and, you know, the different things you encounter and this this world that feels huge, and then, you know, every time you look at something, you realize, like, how small your character is. Yeah. And, like, you're staring at a gnat, and you're like, oh, wait, that's a gnat? <laughs> like, it's it's the size of my head. Like, this <laughs> is, okay. Like, I have perspective now. Um, but uh, that part's all great. I don't think I love survival games like this. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I realized playing this. Because the world is great, and there's lots of like crafting options and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I, just, I, never, I don't play a ton of games like this. And the more I'm playing this, the more I'm like, okay, I see why. I don't think it's anything they did badly. There are a couple things they maybe did badly. We can talk about those in a second. But it's also the beta, so we'll see how it plays out. But, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I found myself at a point where I encountered my first spider 
And the spider is directly in the way of an objective it's trying to send you to. And I couldn't find the way to deal with him. Like, I tried just like maybe I can fight it. Maybe I'm strong and I, you know, I've made armor and I've got the spear and we'll see how it goes. And I got wrecked real fast. I was like, okay, not an option. But when I fought other things, you can just kind of run away from them and they're territorial and they go back to where they were. So I took off, took off towards the giant oak tree and just ran from it. And it, it did not let up. It chased yeah. me until it caught me. Yeah, and no I, tried st- I tried stealthing past it. Not an option. That killed every time. So I was like, okay, well, this, I don't know what I'm going to do about this guy. So let's just back up. Let's go do some of the other stuff and some of like other areas and starting areas and try to, you know, maybe there's more things I can find to unlock better uh, gear or more, you know, options. And I don't, I don't think I really ever got to that point. I did get like my first like little shelter built. Like mm-hmm. I chopped out a whole bunch of grass and made little grass plank stations where you can stack them all up very nice and neatly. And I loved that. I was, that was a, a nice little organizational moment for Jake. Where I was like, <laughs> Oh look, this, they, they like, they log style stack them up. So it's great. I love it. <laughs> they log cabin themselves. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I built my little shelter off the back of like the research center that it, that's right there at the beginning. Yeah. So I have a little house and I have, you know, the workshop and the place to cook and uh, the lean to, to advance the time at night. Cause nighttime was horrifying in that game. Yeah. The torches don't last near long enough. And it's just, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Um, but yeah, I never, I never found myself at a spot where I felt like I could go back to the spider where I was like, I did some cool stuff over here. And like, this is, I've, you know, I've got a cool little empty building with some like sconces on the wall. So it's lit. Like it's got a roof and that's cool. But like, I don't know. I think I need to go that way to advance and I can't go that way before I advance. So what am I doing wrong? And maybe you had better luck and you're like, Jake, it's super obvious you're being an idiot. That's that's kind of where I got, where I was like, well, I don't feel like I can go to the next area, so I'm just going to clear land and cut down grass and make like an actual little encampment here that's cool and like do that side of the game, and we'll see about advancing later, and that's as far as I really got. Okay. Yeah, no, so number one thing I would suggest for everybody, uh, play with a friend if you can. Because that makes the game much more fun. I did play entirely solo too. So yeah, I did it first, that. and then I had my son play with me. Um, and I also had uh, another guy play with me from a uh, from LCP D and D podcast. He's a cool guy, and we all play together, all three of us. And yeah, it's uh, I definitely I would suggest playing co op uh, for you to advance and do more things. Literally, for you to do more things, you have to get there. Um, I could just, I mean, I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but there's literally, you know, uh, strategies for getting there because that spider will fuck you up every time. Um, So there's strategies. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, for me, I had a great time. Like I said, sat down with some friends, played it. We got to the tree. We did all the content that's available now for like, you know, advancing the story as far as it goes. But then after that, I was like, all right, we've had the... The first update is August 27th because it's early access, so they're going to constantly update. I think they said monthly updates. August 27th is the first one. I already like, had a. I don't. I don't know if it's like it was a big update, but I did have a patch. Uh, yeah, hey, I played some more today, and I had a patch this morning. Patch, yeah. Now I think it's content updates, as in like oh, new cool. stuff. Okay. Every month. Um. So that's August 27th. So in the meantime, I was like, hey, let's sit down. We're in my server. I'm like, hey, let's just start making bases and start doing like setting our own objects. So just like playing a Minecraft or you know or rust or whatever you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to make our own objectives. Um, there are currencies and things that help progress the story. Again, that's, you have to get to the lab for all that stuff, but there's pretty much there are objectives that we can do. And we're having a great time doing these objectives. And it's like, Hey, we need to make ant armor. So we can go into that ant hill. Cause you have ant armor on in the ant hill. The soldier ants won't attack you automatically. And you can go in there and get loot. And there's a bunch of cool stuff that, you know, people, kids watch YouTube videos to figure out how to play the game. Uh, we had a great time just messing around again. It feels it reminds me of when I first started playing Minecraft back in the day. I'm just like, hey, let's go mine a little bit, but hey, there's a village over here, let's just go build our house made out of gla- completely made out of glass and just hang out. And then, whatever we feel like going to kill some stuff, we'll go kill some stuff. I had a great time, me and my son had a good time. I definitely think it's a game you have to play co op, but I think it's getting there. And for an early access game, I'm having a great time. So it's a big thumbs up for me. 
Yeah, so that's that's um, that brought me slightly to my only other real criticism, I think, was when I got to the building part, um, none of that felt great. Maybe you had a different experience, but as far as like trying to like shape the walls and get stuff to fit where you want it, I was like constantly battling with the triggers and trying to get stuff to face the right direction, and um, it was just a little wonky. But again, very early access in beta. I'm sure all that stuff gets smoothed out at some point. But yeah. when um, you get to the oak tree, there's literally one of the first things you do is like, "Hey, can I have more building?" And you there's you unlock an upgrade where it's like. Oh, it just doubles the amount of building shapes and material and like things you can do. You can make multi-story mm -hmm. buildings. You can do like you can't use you can't make a floor until you go to that oak tree. And oh yeah. That. So all that stuff, yeah. It's it's weird at first, but it's like just go to the oak tree and do that stuff. And then it's like I, you can I don't even mean I don't even mean trying to do anything fancy. That stuff makes sense. I was just trying yeah. to like build a square. <laughs> build a square with a door and a window. <laughs> and I was like, why the hell won't this wall connect to this door wall? Like I'm I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I'm it's all like shifting it, but it's like put down scaffolding first and then build on top of the scaffolding because it makes it a square. Yeah. There's a lot of weird work. Oh, is that a thing? Are you supposed to put down scaffolding first? That's what I did. Oh, I did not do that at all. I just put the doors and walls on the ground. Maybe oh, yeah. that makes sense. Like that. That's wonky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you're okay. not wrong. Hmm. Okay. There are things when you learn the game, they it comes more fun. But yeah. Gotcha. I yeah, I made do. it a point to, like, I crafted everything that the game would let me and that I had the equipment for. Mm. So, like, you know, there's some stuff that, like, you know, I wanted to get, like, the shovel, but I don't think there was anything around me where I could find an acorn. Nope, that's acorn all to next to the tree where that spider yep, is. Exactly. So, I was like, so I don't think I can get that. And there were a handful of things were the only things that I was kind of locked out of my resources around me. But, you know, I, I was like, I'm going to build everything and maybe this opens some up some other stuff or I'll try to go this other direction to get some, you know, maybe find a new bug to kill or a new thing to harvest. Then I can take it back to the the first lab and analyze it to unlock more crafty things. And that's kind of where I, I hit my wall. But yeah, I definitely like the game as a concept. If I'm going to play any of these survival games, it will be this one, I think. Mm -hmm. Just because I don't really care for Minecraft as a concept, I don't think. I don't care. And then I played a little bit of Subnautica, which I like watery stuff, so that one was fun. But um, I just think this is such like a creative world, and they can do cool, interesting stuff with it. Like as soon as I I started working on the um, the little science toy at that first area, yeah, and like you turn it on and it lights up and the lasers go off, I was like, this is amazing. I love all <laughs> <laughs> like I so I could use more of that if the game has more of that. So. It's uh, it's definitely a cool world, and you know it looks good. Everything, for, even for uh, you know, for the be to be this early, it looks for just being in the world and stuff. But yep. it was a lot of promise, and I enjoy it at yes. this moment. And I'll enjoy it whenever it's like complete 1.0, whatever they call that. So yeah, I just need to play with another human. Maybe that'll make the difference. Let uh -huh. them get killed by the spider, and then I'll run. Away. Yes, let them get murdered, and you run to the to the lab, and you'll be good. To yeah. Go. And then they can respawn with me. Is that how that works? <laughs> or the, no, I can create a respawn. I can create a respawn yeah. point. Yeah, you can make a respawn point. Yeah, I can make a, one of, one of the uh, the lean set as. Yeah, you got to game the system, man. <laughs> yeah, see, so there's no, there's no. Uh, uh, what's the term? It's distract and destroy is what we used to call it when we would play the uh, like Halo on the legendary difficulty, mm -hmm. and we would just let one of us, you know, sit back, <laughs> and the other person would either do suicide runs. And try to take put damage on the thing and get like whittle down some enemies or it would just stand there eating bullets while the other person shoots somebody in the back but yeah you can't do that when it's just you <laughs> no that's very much much more difficult yeah. <laughs> so yeah i would say i'm gonna say it's definitely a downloaded i would almost say it's a purchase it but with it being so early access i can understand some people not being comfortable with that yeah i think it would be worth it um but i want to see more make sure they actually keep updating it so it's yeah. definitely a download for sure I'd probably purchase it whenever it comes and gets more content. Yeah, that's fair. Give it a give it time to to you know to breathe a little and have more content and be you know more of a real game. I'm always hesitant about you know buying games when they're so early. When it's yeah. something I like, I will do it, especially if I know I like studio or I want the game to do well. And I you know if that if me buying it encourages them to help it get out of 
or I have more money to work with, then like I'll buy it for that purpose. It usually means that like I have a relationship with that franchise or studio already, or it's just a game I want to succeed. Like there was a, a basically a Diablo one that came out called uh, Wolson on mm-hmm. PC, and it looks super great. And we played the beta super early, and it had a lot of really cool things going for it. And uh, so me and my friends all bought in really early to the beta, trying to you know help the game do well. And it feels like it kind of froze in time, <laughs> so we have not been back and played it. And it's like, all right, well. I don't know if I'm going to do that again for a while. I'll wait, wait for this. But for my boys at Obsidian, I might just give them money anyway. Yeah, Obsidian and Microsoft is giving them money, so I think this whole game will get finished. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be fine. They'll absolutely be fine. Awesome. All right. Well, that was our in-depth review of Grounded, which is available on Game Pass. Feel free to give us suggestions for what game we pick each week. Our new Game Pass game. What are you thinking? We have three in front of us uh, on our list, Jake. Which one are you thinking? Keep everybody in suspense. So for the sake of transparency for you listeners, picked a couple options and we figured we would see how we feel over the show. Those options are Slay the Spire, Nightcall, Tacoma. Now to be fair, Adam's already played a little bit of Slay the Spire. Yep. I think he just knows that would be good and fun to play <laughs> over yeah, the course oh, of this week. I know it's good, yeah. That's it. But um I'm leaning towards Nightcall or Tacoma. I've heard very good things about Tacoma from when it came out. And I hadn't heard of Nightcall, but I read the description before we started tonight, and it looks like that I could have fun with that. I haven't played... I've never really played one of just, you know, strictly narrative game like that. Mm -hmm. You count like the Telltale games, but those kind of are different. Like, some of the games like Emily's Away and stuff like that, I've never I've never played one of those. So it might be interesting to play Nightcall, but Tacoma also looks like a really cool puzzle, sci-fi, spaceship-y thing, and uh, nerd. I'm going to say Tacoma. (laughs) If it was up to me, I still want to get back to these other ones. I think Tacoma sounds like the most fun, and I don't think that one's going to take as much time to play as... I mean, there's no beating Slay the Spire, so I think Tacoma... If I'm looking at this list, it's between that and Nightcall, and I kind of just want to play Tacoma first. Let's do Tacoma. I like it. All right. New Game Pass game for next week's review, Tacoma. And if any of you listeners have personal experience with Nightcall and want to tell us that we made the decision and that next week we should pick Nightcall, then please feel free. Yep. Let us know. Make a contribution to the show. We yeah. will uh, we'll gladly enjoy it. A noir-based crime murder game sounds really good, but yeah, we'll probably get Taxi to Taxi driver trying to solve a crime that he was the victim of? Oof. I do like that. we got to get to that yeah. some point. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Xbox Quest. Please leave a five-star review. Share us with a friend. Feel free to follow us on social media at Xbox Quest. If you ever want to join in on the, sh- uh, join in on the show, which I'm also going to be reaching out to guests personally, so guys, pay attention. Uh, suggest a topic. Tell us how you feel about the Game Pass Weekly game or just ask us anything in general. Feel free to shoot us an email at xboxquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Jake, for joining me on our quest. We'll continue our journey with Xbox next week. Have a good one, y'all. And we out.